0: Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins and you are listening to K-12 On Learning. Nurses make up the backbone of the U.S. healthcare industry. They are advocates for the patient and for skilled healthcare providers. The role of nurses has never been more important in meeting healthcare needs, and the future is bright. There are many jobs to fill. Today's guest, Dr. Sherry Wilson. Shared with me the hashtag that many nurses use. It's the hashtag nurses are everywhere. And it's true. Nurses have jobs at all levels of government in schools, in sports, in many businesses, in hospitals, doctor's offices, and home health care. If your child has a desire to serve and care for people, there are pathways available online where students in high school can prepare for a career in helping patients in need. Dr. Sherry Wilson is a registered nurse, and she is the healthcare program director for the College and Career Partnerships for Stride K-12. Dr. Wilson, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: What a privilege to speak to someone in the healthcare industry right now. And maybe for you personally, I bet you've had an interesting journey these last couple of years.
1: (laughs) Yes, to say the least. Yes, I have. I joined Stride in March of 2020, just at the beginning of COVID. It has just really been a whirlwind, a great time to really help students to understand the field of nursing, and not only nursing, but the healthcare field in general.
0: I bet it's interesting to see the changes that have taken place, especially in the healthcare industry. But before we begin all that, I would love to hear more about your journey and why you chose nursing as a career.
1: Sure. I have been a nurse for almost 25 years. It's a little scary when I think about it. <laughs> Time flies. I've worked in so many different areas of nursing, worked with great members of the healthcare team, all different types of members of the healthcare team. I've always been interested in service related fields, and I believe that's what sparked my interest initially. I have an inquisitive nature and then family I have family members that are in healthcare. Also the oldest of three girls had that service leadership caretaker role, so all of those components combined led me to nursing.
0: Oh, it sounds like you had some wonderful influences to become a nurse for a career. You also have an interesting title for a nurse. You are Dr. Sherry Wilson. How did you get the title and degree of doctor?
1: I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I'm still not finished learning. I believe that learning is a lifelong process. And so I wanted a terminal degree for a while and I wasn't sure did I want to go to medical school? Did I want a PhD or a a practice doctorate, which is what I have now. So my doctorate is in nursing practice. So it's DNP, and it stands for Doctor of Nursing Practice. It's a relatively newer degree in comparison with the PhD, which is more research-focused. The practice doctorate, as they call it, is more practice-focused on nursing, and there's different areas. It could be a leadership track, which is the track that I chose. Or it's also a track for mid-level practitioners, like nurse practitioners, midwives, And so I felt like the DMP was the best track for me, and I earned my doctorate in May of 2012 from Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland.
0: Well, congratulations. I am certain that degree took substantial effort, and you have really distinguished yourself with that additional education. I love that you said that you are a lifelong learner. That's what we're trying to encourage here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You mentioned some environmental and some family influences that led you toward a nursing career. Can you share a little bit more about that?
1: My grandmother was a nurse and my aunt was a nurse. When I got to high school, I was hospitalized. I had to have surgery and I spent time interacting with the great pediatric nurses there at the hospital that I was in. It just made such an impact on me. And then in my high school, there was a club that I joined called the Medical Explorers. And it was for any student who was interested in healthcare. And I joined the club my sophomore year. And in the club every month, we would have different site visits either to the hospital or to a doctor's office or like to our local EMT or rescue squad. And those were exciting rotations and one rotation in particular did it for me. I had the opportunity to shadow an OR nurse at my local hospital with the permission of the patient, of course. I got to see her in action providing pre-surgery education for the patient, and then also I had a chance at the time to scrub in and gown up and actually be in the galleys, if you will, and observe with the hospital's permission, of course, and the patient family, observe a surgery. And I didn't pass out. I loved it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing.
1: It just sealed the deal for me. And I said, Mom, Dad, yep, I want to be a nurse. I was just so impacted by it's an exciting time right now at Stride. Stride has many offerings in all of the career pathways, But as it relates to healthcare, of which is the pathway that I represent, there's so many opportunities. So last year, Stride acquired a company called MedCerts, which is an online allied health company that provides industry certifications to students interested in various parts of healthcare. And so what we have done at Stride is integrate that curriculum for MedCerts into the high school curriculum. And so we have several students now that are taking med courses. So for example, the certified medical assistant pathway. And so that program, students can can take courses in, in that and very closely to the time that they graduate from high school, they can earn a national industry certification as a certified medical assistant or a certified pharmacy technician And Stride also has a certified nurses aid track as well. And so all of these programs provide students with currency, if you will, or certifications, very valued industry certifications that they can earn very closely to the time that they graduate from high school. And it positions the student for two things. The first, it positions the student to very quickly enter the workforce with that certification and gain real-world experience porting and working with the healthcare team. And then it also positions a student if they choose to go further in their education and they want to go for a two-year or four-year degree, whether it's in nursing or something else, because they're already taking courses like medical terminology in their sophomore year of high school or they're taking anatomy and physiology already in their junior year and so they're very well prepared. We've also partnered with Chamberlain University which is the largest nursing school in the country. They have about they have several locations across the country. We're partnering with Chamberlain to enhance, increase that pipeline in nursing. So through our nursing club and also a nursing camp that we recently piloted in August. And we had so many Stride students that were interested and we had a week long virtual nursing camp with Chamberlain University. We're also designing programs that are degree eligible where students can earn credit for courses that lead to a BSN degree. Many students and families want to start right away in high school. And so we're providing a pathway for them to do that. So through our med certs courses and all of the, the courses that we offer in our healthcare pathway, the link to certifications that students can earn, they can sit for a national exam, earn the certification. We also have again, the nursing club and the nursing club is open to students inside or outside of Strive.
0: Thank you, Dr. Wilson. I wanna go back to your story for just a minute. After college, you went on to nursing school and I'm curious as to the strengths and experience that you found academically that you needed to have in order to be a successful student and go on in nursing.
1: Once I selected a school, I actually chose Hampton University in Virginia and had a wonderful education there. But I had trouble in math. I loved science. Science was was my strong point. Math and science are two subjects that you need to prepare for, for nursing. What I did at the time, I said, oh, I'm going to graduate and I'm gonna graduate successfully. And I was able to connect with my advisor at college, a few of my classmates, and just get some extra help in the math department. In the beginning, I'm like, how nurses use math? I didn't think nurses use math. And then I learned. The nurses definitely need math. One of the areas is drug calculations in preparing medications to deliver those to patients and yes, the pharmacy does that, but as nurses we are responsible to make sure that we administer the right dose, the right medication. There are about six rights (laughs) and to make sure that we hit all of those components. And so definitely need math. And so I just concentrated more on the math because that's where I saw that I needed help. And then mentorship also helped me prepare for the nursing profession. And I had different mentors for different things. So I had a mentor for test prep and helping to take the boards I also had professional mentors to help me professionally with interviews, preparing for jobs. And I worked at the VA hospital in Hampton to really get some hands-on experience. So I was a nurse's aide, and that helped me as well. So those are some other things. So it's math and science, so those are very important, but it's also the hands-on experience. So I volunteered, I worked as a nurse's aide for limited hours And those hands-on experiences, coupled with the mentorship, all of those things prepared me for nursing.
0: Were there things that you could do in high school to prepare for this nursing experience?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So thank you for that question. So I jumped ahead. High school, I was able to volunteer at my local hospital, and then also with my local rescue squad in my hometown. Because at the time, I was a little bit too young to be hired for work. So I was about 14 or 15 at the time. But I told my parents that I was really interested. And so we just had a close relationship anyway with our local community providers. And so our rescue squad, my mom drove me down to the rescue squad and They were so warm and inviting and we reached them at a period of downtime. (laughs) So they let me go in the truck and, you know, turned on the sirens and really talked to me about healthcare and just really started engaging me. And I had the opportunity to volunteer with them for some days. And then also at the hospital, I worked they used to call it a candy striper. I'm dating myself. I don't know if they call it the candy striper anymore.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I remember candy stripers. That was the hot volunteer position in high school.
1: <laughs> but I used to be what they call a candy striper. But really, you're helping the healthcare team with whatever they need. You could be helping the clerk at the front desk, you know, with some things, with organizing charts. You could be helping the nurse pass water and ice to the patients on the floor. And so those are valuable volunteer opportunities because you get to learn what it's like to be in a, a healthcare setting, how to support the healthcare team. You're also, believe it or not, you are interviewing for a future job because you are building those relationships with the healthcare team. And once something becomes available, they think of you because you work with them, you've helped them, and you gain some of those initial skills. So it was in high school that I was able to work as a volunteer and do that because at the time I was a little bit too young in my state to work as an employee. And so that's how I got my initial healthcare experience.
0: Oh, thanks for that. Is there anything that has surprised you about your career choice?
1: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. When I first became a nurse, I said, oh my gosh, I chose the right profession because there's so many things that a nurse can do. And then I met nurse entrepreneurs, they had their own companies doing things. And so to my future nurses listening, but the world is your oyster. Once you become a licensed nurse, there's so many other things that you can do with that. So that was my surprise.
0: And it's these same kinds of experiences that you are offering students today.
1: Absolutely.
0: I can imagine there are some challenges and some hard days in nursing. What can you say about that?
1: Yes. So nursing is exciting and it's also challenging as well. It can be training physically, mentally, you can have rough days where, you know, you put all of your energy and time into, it could just be one patient to really make sure that they get the best care. Many times as nurses at the end of the day, at the end of our shift, we wonder, did I do everything that I could do? Sometimes that can be very hard because if the outcome does not change in a favorable way, manner it can be very very frustrating just really draining and so one of the things that has helped me and and what we are really trying to teach others in the nursing profession is self-care because it is so important that we make sure that we are centered and that we take care of ourselves first before we can care for anyone else and so self-care could look differently for different people right it could be drinking wa- more water so and i have my water bottle here because i'm i'm reminding myself i have to drink more water
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good idea
1: but it could be meditation it could be deep breathing throughout the day whatever that is but we are teaching future healthcare professionals future nurses, future doctors, future PAs, really to whatever that is for you, make sure that you make it part of your routine before you go into work, just part of your everyday routine, because there will be tough days and it's the self-care that really centers us and, and sustains us.
0: We've seen this manifested during the pandemic as the demand on nurses and healthcare workers became ever more intense. That's right. Taking time for yourself, of course, is needed always. But but especially, I would imagine, in healthcare, you have to be cognizant of your own health before you can take care of another. That's right. Dr. Wilson, I understand that the profession has been under a lot of big changes, but can you give us some idea of the current demand and maybe what the environment is like for nurses today?
1: So experts project that over 1 million nurses will leave the profession by the year 2030.
0: Excuse me, that's leave the profession?
1: Leave the profession. So that means we will need at least a million nurses by the year 2030. And if you think about it, that's less than 10 years away. So that's what experts project. In addition, the federal government or the Bureau of Labor Statistics listed registered nursing among the top occupations in terms of job growth through the year 2029. The RN workforce is expected to grow from 3 million in 2019 to 3.3 million in 2029. So that's about a 7% increase. So the need is great nursing profession is looking at long and short-term strategies to address the need. So there has always been a need, and this was even before the pandemic, just due to the, the nation's aging population, it just creates additional need for healthcare. So the need for nursing will always be really when you look at the fact that The population will continue to age, but this has been compounded by the fact also that many schools of nursing struggle with capacity to meet that growing demand, growing need for nurses because of the fact that there is a shortage of nursing faculty qualified nursing faculty to train the nurses. So there are short and long-term strategies happening right now in order to do that. From a more strategic strategy, we are looking at increasing the pipeline by early awareness and exposing children as early as middle school to the possibilities of nursing and what they can do, what they can become. We're finding that some students may not even know what the possibilities are until they're in high school. Early awareness and a lot of nursing club programs like the nursing club across the country are being stood up in order to really recruit very early, educate students with the tools that they need, the students and families, with the tools that students need to be successful for a career in nursing.
0: So the future is very bright.
1: I see so many opportunities for nursing to really help improve access to care and equitable care for all. The recent Future of Nursing report, 2020-2030, which was prepared by the National Academy of Medicine, was a follow-on from the initial report 10 years prior that was done. But this report, the Future of Nursing, really calls on nursing to really be the change agents for improving the quality of health care and health equity for all. So there's so many opportunities for nursing. And also, as I had mentioned earlier about nurses working in many different types of settings, and you're speaking to one right now who works in a corporate setting, educational setting, and it is just an exciting opportunity there is a hashtag which was generated called #nursesareeverywhere and it was started by nursing leaders across the country to bring awareness of the diversity in nursing and and where nurses are there's nurses that work at NASA you know nurses that work in the corporate arena in education in the hospital and so many would be surprised where they find a nurse So I think the future is bright for nursing. Right now, we are in a bit of a crisis with the nursing shortage, but we are working as a profession across sectors in order to to help address that. So working right now on some long and short-term solutions. But once we get past this, I see the future is bright for nurses. And I'm so encouraged to see at Stride so many students interested in becoming a nurse. So that just really just makes me so excited for the future.
0: Thanks, Dr. Wilson. You mentioned the Nursing Club, and it's open to what ages again?
1: 13 plus, so at least 13 years of age, all the way up to senior year, and is open to any student inside or outside of Stride.
0: So any student interested in nursing throughout the country, regardless of where they go to school.
1: That is correct. (laughs)
0: I have seen some of the agendas and the program announcements for the club, and it is outstanding. I can see why it would be beneficial for someone to join. You bring in industry professionals to inspire a new generation of hopeful nurses. And I love that it's open to all students anywhere,
1: anywhere. Oh, yeah. And our first guest for the nursing club was Dr. Ernest Grant, who is the national president of the American Nurses Association, And the American Nurses Association represents the interest of over 4.2 million nurses across the country. So it was a really big deal for us that he was our first guest. And we had over 800 students on the call, and we had so many questions. The students were so engaged. And Dr. Grant is the first male to hold that position within the American Nurses Association. So we talked about so many different things and one of the things we talked about was how do we get more male nurses into the profession and just the fact that he was on the call and then also Dr. Grant is African American and so the fact that students saw a diverse nurse representing the largest profession across the country it was just so inspirational.
0: It was exciting to see the enthusiasm as the registrations for that first program grew and grew and grew in number. And I know that you anticipate that club to get bigger and bigger. Yes, so, we uh, do. It's a wonderful opportunity for families throughout the country. We will include some of the links to where you find the details for that in the podcast notes today. Come and join this wonderful army of people who care. What's some advice that you could offer a student who's contemplating a career choice in healthcare?
1: In healthcare, I would say there are just so many opportunities. If you're thinking about a career in healthcare, there's so many opportunities, and there's something for everyone in healthcare. So you may decide, I don't want to def- necessarily work with people. I like computers, so I want to work with data behind the scenes with data. So there's a place for you if that's you know, your passion and you love numbers, and but you still want to work in healthcare. If you like technology, you don't necessarily want to be a nurse or a doctor. There are medical devices. There's apps that need to be made and created. There are so many pieces. And if you want to be a nurse, nursing is just such a rewarding profession. Once you earn your license as a nurse, there's so many additional opportunities that are available to you. It's a great time right now with growing opportunities in healthcare. And healthcare technology has really transformed healthcare. Well, it's transformed so many industries, but healthcare in, in particular. And so there's so many emerging positions that will be coming about as well. So it's just a really exciting time for healthcare right now.
0: Thanks, Dr. Wilson. And Stride is very lucky to have you as you are helping them step up to the plate and feel some of those those great needs across the nation and beyond. So I want to ask you, is there a moment of joy that you can recall from recent experience because of your career choice that you could share with us?
1: There's so many. There's so many moments of joy. I would say the first recently the first nursing club that we had last winter. And to see all of the students you know, that registered and that were on the call, it just really warmed my heart that despite the pandemic, the students were not scared to still want to come into the profession. And that, for me, was just, it was a true moment of joy to see that.
0: So Dr. Wilson, I know there's a textbook answer to this, but what do you say nursing
1: is? Nursing is an art and it's a science. Really, it is. Students will see that during their journey in in nursing school and how all of the pieces come together with all of the, the courses and the progression of the courses. You can see how nursing is both an art and it's also a science. It's a calling. You know, when you ask many nurses why they choose the profession, it's either a calling or a ministry or something connected to that. And, and it's true. It's, I, you know, nurses and teachers, right? <laughs> Educators and nurses is definitely a, a calling. And there's an art and a science to being an educator as well. So I know we're talking about healthcare, but there's so many connections there. Yeah.
0: You know, I guess there really are. And uh, maybe that's why I wanted you to define nursing from your experience. There are so many things that require the care of an artist the ability of a scientist that blend together to save and comfort lives. Yes, kind of a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. How does one become a nurse? What is required to get that license and practice nursing?
1: There are many ways to become a nurse. If you're looking to enter the profession rather quickly and you You want your nursing license, the fastest way to do that is through through becoming a licensed practical nurse or an LPN for short. An LPN, the required education for an LPN, some schools are a one-year program, but most LPN programs are two years, and it's an associate of applied science degree. The entry to practice for an LPN is a national examination called the NCLEX-PN for practical nurse. And so the scope of practice, if you will, varies per state. That's what a nurse is legally able to do in that particular state. They can monitor vital signs, things like clean wounds and insert catheters, but the LPN performs under the direction of an RN or physician. So that's the the main point there. LPNs work primarily in residential care facilities. And you'll also find some LPNs in hospitals, doctor's offices, home health, and and the government. And the job growth looks pretty good for for LPNs as well. The median salary is about 47, a little over 47,000 and as a good start. And that does not include shift differentials. And a shift differential is increased pay for working shifts other than the day shift, so like an evening or or night shift. So that's an LPN. An RN license or registered nurse or RN license can be obtained in two or three years. So two years through a diploma or an associate degree nursing program, or in three or four years through a Bachelor of Science in Nursing program called BSN. The entry to practice is the NCLEX-RN, and that is the national exam that students would take when they graduate from their nursing program for the RN license. The scope of practice is a little bit more, well, a lot more than the the LPN, and so scope of practice includes physical assessments, coordination of care, health promotion, administration of, of medications leading emergency responses and the rm performs under the direction of a physician or a nurse practitioner registered nurses work in uh, many different settings hospitals are the primary location and followed by ambulatory care settings residential care government and education and then the median salary the current those current numbers are about seventy five thousand. and then If a registered nurse is interested in going on advancing their education, there's another realm of practice called Advanced Practice Registered Nurse, or APRN. An example of that would be a nurse practitioner, or a certified nurse midwife, or a certified registered nurse anesthetist, CRNA. A lot of acronyms, I know. The minimum education for an advanced practice registered nurse is the Master of Science in Nursing. That is the MSN. And the entry to practice varies by state, but it does include a national certification plus the state licensure. And the the full scope of practice is more than an RN and it's more than an LPN. It includes advanced assessment, diagnosis, prescription. Nurse practitioners can prescribe medications and administration of therapeutic measures advanced practice nurses perform within a practice agreement or under the supervision of a physician. And right now, just so you are aware, there is advocacy, national advocacy right now for advancing the full scope of practice for an advanced practice registered nurse to increase access to healthcare. There's many, for example, rural Populations, rural areas where there are limitations in healthcare providers. And with advanced practice registered nurses having more of a full scope of practice, they're able to practice in settings like rural areas where there are limited capacity of healthcare providers. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention as well. And the job growth is very high for this area of um, almost 50%. And the salary, median salary is 115,000, but nurse practitioners are forming their own businesses and partnerships. And there's just so many opportunities there for nurse practitioners.
0: Dr. Wilson, thank you for joining us and sharing your experience and your ideas and your hope for the future with us today. It's been fun to hear and learn more about nursing. Do you have any final thoughts of encouragement to students and parents who are listening who are looking at a future in the healthcare industry?
1: I would say the sky is the limit. You know, oftentimes we doubt ourselves, oh, I could never do that. Or we may have people that doubt us. Just know that you have have things to offer. You have something to offer. And if you're thinking about a career as a nurse or in healthcare in general, don't doubt yourself and know that you have a skill set to offer. And your education that you're going through right now, you are building on and you're developing those skills. And it all comes together. It all comes together in the end, you will see it. You may question, why am I doing this? Why do I have to do this? How is this gonna help me in the future? (laughs) I've spoken to so many people that have either switched jobs or they may have, they're not sure how what they're doing is connecting to their purpose, but stay the course. And you will see that it all comes together and you can do it. So I know there probably was more than one piece
0: of it. <laughs> Outstanding. I think that's perfect. Just what we need. Thank you, Dr. Wilson, for sharing your story with us, sharing your hope for the future and sharing the work that you're currently involved with. And most of all, sharing the inspiration to become a part of this wonderful movement of healthcare. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us today.
1: Thank you, Heidi.
0: Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, our Stride career prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of our private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on Learning.